Hey everybody, it's Jack Kermowski with the Herdbook Ag Media here to give you your next Moving Iron Ag News update as we move through the month of September. In politics this week, there is a lot of discussion going on regarding mandatory country of origin labeling for, for beef. The American Beef Labeling Act is going to be formally introduced here in, in the not too distant future. Country of origin labeling, or COOL, in the beef industry has been around for a while, and in fact it was included on both the 2002 and 2008 farm bills, becoming law in 2009. However, um, it was again repealed back in 2015 by Congress to avoid tariffs. However, it should appear that COVID gave some leverage to multiple beef advocacy groups who have been pushing for the reinstatement of COOL for quite some time. Many of them point out that COVID has in fact driven the demand not just for beef, but American-produced beef specifically, prompting some more action on behalf of Congress. This could hopefully drive even more demand for U.S.-produced cattle, thereby increasing more sales revenue not just for producers, but the industry as a whole. Earlier this month, the USDA also announced a $464 million plan that would fund farm operations and other agribusinesses that are going to build or improve renewable industries energy and infrastructures that would ultimately lower energy costs. Moving on to our international news, recently a Dutch nutrition company has gotten approval to sell, to market their feed additive that reduces methane for cattle uh, in the countries of both Brazil and Chile. This company claims that their project can reduce emissions for in cattle for 30% in dairy animals and up to 90% in beef animals only when fed in very small amounts. The product works by suppressing enzymes that trigger methane production in the animal's digestive tract. They say it is effective almost immediately and then breaks down to compounds already naturally present in the animal. Over in France, an agriculture disaster has been declared after this spring had some early frosts that hurt notable crops and vineyards that the country's economy relies on. In response, President Emmanuel Macron has said aside 60 million, 600 million euros, uh, equivalent to over 700 million U.S. dollars, that would finance a system to amend these issues. Some of the losses include up to 90% of the apricot and peach harvest in certain regions, and then 80% of all French vineyards have been impacted in some way, shape, or form by the frost. As you can imagine, in Afghanistan, even the agriculture situation is pretty turbulent right now. All of this happens during the country's most important planting season, that would be wheat, and all of the social and political unrest has gotten some delays uh, to the season. According to the UN, they are estimating a 25% shortfall in Afghan's wheat crop this year. And keep in mind that wheat provides for over half of a lot of Afghans' daily calories. The grape crop has also been notably impacted, as it is right now about the grape harvest season, and with the Taliban controlling a lot of the border crossings and international trade, and even freezing bank access, a lot of farmers are having notable difficulties getting their grapes to market. Right now, the UN's humanitarian arm is supposed to host a conference in Geneva that could raise over 600 million U.S. dollars in aid, hoping that it can assist over 10 million Afghans uh, throughout the remainder of this year. Keep in mind that already one-third of Afghanistan is already food insecure, and this could accelerate that issue even more so. Here in the U.S., the U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef, or USRSB, has introduced a new sustainability module that could help companies in the U.S. throughout the processing and packing sectors. These modules are number four in a series that is supposed to help support actions that could overall improve the sustainability of operations and businesses all throughout the U.S. Beef value chain 
as reported by Meat and Poultry. And of course, I know I've talked a lot about the weather this summer, but I guess I should mention it has also recently been reported that the first week of the month, September, has been uh, the hottest and driest in over 30 years for the U.S. Corn Belt region. If you're in the ag tech and food tech sectors, you're uh, probably making a good amount of money. This year, startups raised $24 billion just in the first half of 2021. And keep in mind, this is getting pretty close to last year, which the industry broke records for, uh, at $30 billion. A lot of this is due to Asia with some e-grocery startups accounting for an impressive $3.8 billion of the figure. Right now, other countries are still are still on track uh, individually to outpace the 2020 investments in the, again, ag tech and food tech industries. All right, that catches you up for this week. This Ag News Update is brought to you by the Herdbook Ag Media, serving all your agribusiness writing, communication, and media needs. Find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, or our company website, the-herdbook.com. Let me know you found out about me here on Moving Iron and get 20% off your first invoice.